0: And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Yo! And Mike Ozibovich. I'm back. He's back, and we are whole again for our Week 5 Dynasty Fantasy Football in Review, where we cover all things fantasy football, dynasty fantasy football, and what we learned in the week. So let's get into it, guys. Let's go back all the way back to Thursday, October 2nd. Another Thursday game, another blowout. Another clunker, man. Yes, we had the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh we learned that Christian Ponder's a turd. He's terrible. Still a turd. We knew that. Yes, we did know he should not be on any dynasty roster whatsoever. Uh you know, he's a third string quarterback starting as soon as Teddy BB gets back, he should be back this week, and should be in good shape. Yep, absolutely. Uh Matt Asiata showed that he's still a viable player in redraft leagues. I still don't think he has really much dynasty value. Uh nah, somebody you want to hold on to. You know, he's he's somebody that can get in there if you for a deep league. Um, but again, he's, he's, just a plotter. He's somebody, would,
1: he's somebody that I think you should be using, you know, for this year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't project him long-term though. No, no.
0: I, I would probably try to trade him.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, if you're out of contention, get rid of him. He's, I, I would, I would say that's a, for sure.
0: We mentioned it. I think we mentioned it last week or the week right. before, like sell high in Asiata. This right. is going to be the most value you're ever going to have for him. You know, definitely. And as of this week, you know, I think he had, I can't remember how many points he had I anyway, mean, the, the, the fumble, but you know, those two point games almost, the, the Previous weeks, I mean, that was a perfect sell high opportunity. Uh If you didn't sell high, and he comes back this week and has another good game, again, sell high. He, his long term value is not uh, really good. Right, you would just assume
2: it. Minnesota would draft or, or address a running back. Yeah, I mean, next year
0: they're so. probably going to fill in the middle of the road. I mean, they're a real good landing spot in my eyes for Todd Gurley. I mean, if you want to, if you want, if you want to get rid of Adrian Peterson and explain to your crowd that you just lost an All Pro running back is bringing a future possible all-pro running back and somebody like Todd Gurley. I think it would be a really good landing spot for him, you know, with the offense they have going on there, the off- offensive line. I think Gurley would really strive there. I think we brought that up, too. I think it was a question before um, that we brought up about Gurley landing there. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to do something in their running back situation. We I don't see Jarek McKinnon as a feature back. I see him as a really good complementary back.
2: Right, exactly. And I think that's probably why they drafted. He was never probably ever in the plans to be a featured guy, you know.
0: No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have Adrian Peterson. They, right. they didn't know he was out there with a switch. Right. I think he's I think he's shown
1: that uh that is McKinnon that he can at least be a viable fantasy back. though, I think if he gets enough carries, I don't know. Viable, I don't know what yeah. You
0: guys but, think I think mean, about that. Nothing. I mean, he's nobody I'm overly excited about. He's a nice yeah, he, he's somebody I want on my roster cuz when the time when he comes, you know, maybe like next year he'll be the Matt Asiata if somebody gets hurt or a desperate play that I feel like he can contribute. Definitely in the receiving Mm -hmm. game, but he's nobody that I really feel like, oh, yeah, I got Jarek McKinnon.
1: I think I'm, I guess I'm slightly higher than, on
0: him than you guys are. You sound higher. I I guess so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, Minnesota is what it is. Quarterell Patterson still with another bad game. Uh, He's going to, again, he's going to develop a nice rapport with Teddy here. We need to see something of it soon because, I mean, yeah, is he a heck of an athlete? Yes. Is he great in open field? Yes. But if you can't run routes and get the ball, then you're no good in the open field. Uh, Patterson is so far one of those guys that had the name coming in really big hyped and he has, he's got the potential, but sometimes potential only gets you so far. Right. You gotta be able to put together. Corderell Patterson is somebody I'm not really down on yet, but he is at, to me, he's, he's at the edge with his tippy toes over it.
1: He's got, yeah. I mean, he's obviously got the tools. He's got the draft pedigree that he's going to get another year or so or, or two before they totally give up on him. So I'm not ready to give up on him either. Sometimes the the light, you know, turns on in like the third year. So who knows?
0: Yeah. And again, third year is, and that's why I've said, I'm not really over it yet. I'll give him a whole year. But next year, when he has a full off season with Teddy B, another year in Norv's system, which Norv should still be there, then next year should be his breakout year. You, again, we always, we, it's always like, you know, in the, in the Twitter universe now and the social media where it was like, give it to me now, give it to me now. Right. Where we're like, okay, quarter L Patterson year two, let's go put it together when that's normally not the case. Right. Everyone just, was
2: expecting
0: that. Right. Right. Everybody expects everybody to beat the curve. Right. I guess, and it looks like he is not going to do that. He still—you tell by his route running—he still needs to get together over there. Um, on the Packers side, you know, Aaron Rodgers still looks great. Good to see Eddie Lacy come back and have a solid game as well. Uh, Jordy Nelson, one catch, sixty-six yards and a touchdown, which is—it's all he needed. Yeah. You know, he's—he's—he's a, he's, he's a stud all year. Randall Cobb another good game. Now Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Randall Cobb. Now, he had a good game. Again, he's I wrote done pretty good all year, though. Yeah, right. He's up there, and he's somebody that like really I wrote that article earlier. How I wasn't really a huge believer in Cobb. Again, I'm still going to stand on my point there. I don't think he's back in Green Bay next year. They signed Jordy. They obviously like what they see in Devonte Adams. We don't know enough about Jeff Janis or what they could even do in the off season. I still think they let like Cobb walk. I think they use that money for other. You know, obviously they could help their defense out some there. Uh, as well I think they're gonna let Cobb walk so we don't see a lot of receivers go to other fans not fancy teams other teams and have success it's not really a high ratio there do you do you guys view Cobb as a sell high this year kind of guy and you you know maybe he's good going somewhere else maybe he's not but his value is gonna be you probably get really really good value for a Randall Cobb right now
1: yeah yeah I, th- I think you're definitely right uh you know this might be his peak because, like, it's just a big risk. You never know. He could yeah, go somewhere sweet and, and you know, ends up blowing up. But he could go, you know. To the Jets. To or the, the Packers jets. could the, re-sign him. And, or, oh, yeah. You right.
2: know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's too early to say. I mean, I, I, I like your logic and thinking, like, it, you know, some signs are pointing that they won't re-sign him. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I don't either. No.
0: I mean, you nothing's know? for certain. Yeah. And I agree right. with you on that So, as I well. mean, like,
2: I, I would really hate to trade Cobb and then,
1: Oh, lo and behold! Here's that four year deal. Here's
2: that four year deal. Devonte Adams is gonna be our number three guy. You know, our perf. So we got a sweet set of receivers, and then you just traded Randall Cobb. Yeah, you know, so I just, for... I,
0: I personally just don't see it only because they just gave Jordy Nelson big money, uh, and Randall Cobb's probably gonna have a really good year when it's all said and done this year. Yeah, he's gonna want really good money
2: too. Right? And I mean, I, you're you may very well be right. I'm, I'm just saying, like I would just have a hard
0: time. I guess it all depends up, um, on the package right uh and if it's good enough then you would take the offer i assume and, and like i said i would love to see some like if anybody makes any jordy trades or any uh randall cobb trades send them over this way i'd love to take a look at and see what he's going for his value because i mean right now I'd, I'd imagine that you could probably get a good up-and-coming receiver or and like some good draft picks as well you know maybe somebody even like somebody i would like personally like, i'd rather have keenan allen than randall cobb me personally and maybe that's something you could do, like, you know, with Allen's stock's somewhat down. You could do a complete flop, you know, or, you know, a trade right. on something like Keen Allen, and somebody else is thinking of getting the best of it on that way, where you know Keen Allen's going to be in San Diego for minimum another two years. Right. And he's something that I ha- think has a higher ceiling than Randall Cobb. So I guess... Yeah, no, again, I when, agree with So when that. I say trade Cobb, it's not like I'm like, oh, just get him off your team and take a pe- stack of potatoes. To me, it's like trade Cobb and get somebody, like, maybe you can get a Keenan Allen. Uh, maybe you can get possibly like a Sammy Watkins. Now, obviously, it all depends on how much you like Sammy Watkins, but that's something I would view as taking somebody like a Sammy Watkins. That's a lot we just spent on Thursday. Yeah. Right. For a Too crappy
1: much. crappy Thursday game.
0: Uh so the next game that you know let's get into was the Bears Panthers game. They still have no running game. Todd Gurley would look good there as well.
1: Talking to the Panthers obviously
0: yes, the Panthers and the Bears. Uh you know, a lot of hype going there. Oh, Darren Reeves isn't coming here, too. Not really a lot to see here uh, on the Panthers side. They had a good game, but Kelvin, I mean, wow. I mean, this uh, everything came to fruition with Kelvin Benjamin, what Matt said in the offseason, just for one game, obviously. I know you've right. been coming around, but the drops were ridiculous.
1: That, and that's what I saw on his tape, but, I mean, he hasn't really shown it to this point, uh, you know, except for this Sunday. So hopefully it doesn't become a every-week thing or – Unfortunately, I mean that's yeah
2: gonna be that line's pretty ugly. Eleven targets and only three catches. So
0: he had a lot of drops, yeah. a lot of drops. And what was really nice, you know, the, the leading receiver there coming into it is you know Matt Forte for the the Chicago Bears. That right, was right. kind of you hit 100 yards receiving. That wasn't like the craziest thing. When you have Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey, Forte had a really strong game and the receiving yards. Yeah, and 12 targets, 12 catches. Yes, I mean, he's on pace. He's going to have over seven. He's going to have, like, 80 catches one a year, all said and done. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I have
1: him in the one league, and he basically won me my game. I okay. should have
0: had Matt Forte in my league. You should have, yeah. but you got talked into Kevin Smith, right. sold. He beat mm. Barry Sanders, college Yard. Why wouldn't you take Kevin Smith over Matt Forte? <laughs> oh, oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I'm <laughs> past it. <Yeah. laughs> nah. I can clearly see that <laughs> you're past nah. it. Yeah. Totally Six years later. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the, the bears came out and they said, Hey, we're going to give Brandon Marshall more or got we have to target him more, which they do. Uh, but everything, I mean, everything's peach on his front Again, the Panthers, there's nothing. I mean, Greg Olson had another good game. Yeah. I mean, he
2: seems like he's another, uh, you know, main target, obviously, you know, they don't have, it's
0: either Benjamin or Olson.
1: This is this seems to be the most consistent he's played in, in right. since he's been in the league.
0: Absolutely, I mean he's our number one receiver. Essentially, I mean I know, right. we know Calvin's the number one receiver, but Olsen's the most reliable receiver they got over there. I and agree. but still, I mean I don't think Olson's like dynasty value is like you know up or anything along those lines. That's no, the thing is where he no. is. You're just and,
2: happy with the production you're getting from the guy that owns him. I mean I wouldn't go make moves for him or anything like that, but. You got to I mean, if you got him, you know you're happy that he's playing well and consistent, and you could probably you could he's a starter, especially with all the injuries oh. that have been at tight end and everything. So yeah, absolutely, he's, he's having a starter.
0: good year, and you know I would just
1: ride that wave, man. right? Exactly.
0: And, and how we were intrigued with Kelvin going into this year. I'm really interested in see what the Panthers do again this off season for like the rookie draft coming up, because you know they're three and two now. They're 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 a good football team, and they have a good they have Cam Newen, they have Kelvin Benjamin. They got Greg Olson. I'm a, I'm going to be really interested in see what running back they draft this year cuz they obviously have to draft a running back. Mm-hmm. And you, they and what receiver they draft to complement Kelvin Benjamin too. Uh it's going to be a really good foot team like monitor this Austin. They're going to be fun to talk about when coming we start talking rookies here uh come January. It's going to be real I'm I'm really interested in Carolina and what they're doing over there. Chicago, their nucleus is set, you know. Everybody right. that everybody that's there is there. Uh I know. I know. We talked about last. Week, like, did we talk about last week how you just traded Martellus Bennett?
1: Right. Yeah. We we t- we touched on it. Okay.
0: Yeah. He traded Martellus Bennett. Oh, nice. Yeah. He got yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham for him. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That, that was a pretty good deal. And you know, when we get to the Giants, we'll be able to speak on Odell Beckham here because he actually had he actually came in and played and scored right. a touchdown. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, finally. Pretty amazing. Uh, next game, let's get to the Browns Titans that I had the pleasure of being at, flying out to Nashville, uh, which was phenomenal watching the biggest comeback on the road in nfl history it was fun amazing man it was amazing uh what was not was not amazing is that we talked up bishop sankey and we thought this was finally good you know the browns are a team that you could run on because obviously jake locker ran all over the browns before he sprained his thumb giving him his his team the bench the okay uh thinking he's fonzie over there and you know bishop sankey looked horrible yeah he looked terrible i mean they yeah. still obviously don't believe in him enough where they didn't give enough carries. They still were giving Dexter McCluster carries. They're still giving strong Green carries. You're giving Jake Locker carries, which isn't the smartest thing to do in the world. Uh, and again, I mean, Bishop Sankey, and I know I said it before he was not something I was like huge on, but I still thought he was going to get better. It's just a disappointing, like this was the game I thought, finally, Bishop Sankey's, you know, they're, they're talking him up. They're talking his footwork. He's his carries have increased every week. This is going to be the game against Cleveland that you could run on, and then we got that. We got the. It was it was horrible. I mean, what do you have? Like twenty three rushing yards, something along those lines. Twenty seven.
1: Yep, twenty seven on, on eight carries. Yeah, so not a, not a great average. Not yeah, not a good game, and it's
2: disappointing, you know, because like you were saying, this should have been his uh, possible breakout game. I mean, it looks he, like a, it's kind of like a setback. He did.
1: Have, I mean, he did have one nice run of like eleven yards, but other than that, I mean. When yeah. you got Charlie Whitehurst in the game, I mean, it, they're going to know what's coming, basically. So And definitely when
0: you're running the ball as well as they were. I mean, uh, you, yeah. you, you should have ran. I don't know. It was just, again, I'm just I'm not sold. I'm still yet to be sold on Bishop Sankey. Week five here in his rookie year. I'm yeah. not happy with it. I liked what I saw of Justin Hunter. I mean, obviously it all came mostly on one play, but they finally put him to start. They were actually targeting him. And he played
1: the most snaps out of any wide receiver on the team, too.
0: Yeah, I saw that stat, which yeah. is nice to see. That is nice. I hope so because I was big on Justin Hunter coming out, and I really hope he does pan out. He was somebody I was talking up there. Ben Tate came back with a really strong game, looked great. Yeah, he was nice my must start
1: see, last man. week. I'm, I'm glad he came through for me there. Yeah,
0: that was good. Yeah, I mean, he looks great. I mean, he's averaging great. over six yards great. a carry. He I mean, looks great. Right. Yeah. He
2: looks infinitely better than all the other running backs for the Browns, I think. Absolutely. I mean, I don't even think it's close. And he just my, he get, knows what he's doing, you know. On my and personal you could, you Twitter ac- account, I got into an argument with some, I don't know, some football site on there because they were dogging Ben Tate. And I know they never watched the Browns. I know it. Why would they watch the Browns? So they were just dogging Ben Tate, man, and I got into a war. War
0: words. What did you win the war?
2: Oh, heck yeah, I did. And the battle, I did because obviously Ben Tate, 123 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was averaging over six yards of carry going into the game. I mean, I got a lot of questions like, hey, on Twitter, and I, and I tweeted out, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I was getting tons, I was getting inundated before the game with, should I start Ben Tate or should I start this guy? Should I start Ben Tate or Isaiah Carell? Should I start Ben Tate or I'm like, I, I tweet out everybody, hey, I'm going to, everybody, I'm going to all these Ben Tate questions. Start Ben Tate. The guy is averaging over six yards of carry. He's perfect for the system. Uh, he's gonna play. It's not a question. He is the number one back. The running back coach uh, Montgomery said Tates our back, and he proved it because he got over fifty one percent of the snaps. Why Corell and West split the snaps, right. and he looks great. I mean, he's on a two year deal. If he comes back next year as another solid year too, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't resign him again. He looks great. His biggest concern is staying healthy. He was, he's always been good. It's his health that you can't really trust. Right,
1: that's and, absolutely true. You know,
2: and I think between the two, just like for dynasty purposes, watching every single Browns game, I, I think Crowell looks way better than Terrence West. I too. agree with that as mm-hmm. well. See, I,
0: I, to me, they're almost equal. Cause that,
1: mm. Cro- I, don't Crowell looks, I don't see Crowell it. Crowell is Terrence more
0: explosive. See, I do, too. Even there at the game, Terrence West had a couple of nice runs in that game. I mean, he had a couple of really nice runs. And then, to be honest with you, they're at a Tennessee game, I'd say West looked better than Crowell in that Tennessee game last week. Now, overall, yeah, I think, Corell might look more explosive. But to me, that's neck and neck. Because if you go by last week, I think West had a better game than Corell. He, he had some really nice holes and did some really nice moves there and picked up some nice big chunky yards where Corell didn't really have any really big runs.
1: Carell doesn't dance at all. No. That's, no. What, it, that's what the difference is. Right. And but you can learn. West, you, you West, get away from that. You can. Some some people can, or some, some people dance their way into two point three yards of carry, mm-hmm. like and get traded to the Colts, right? Like Trent Richardson. <laughs> that's what I was just. I mean, that's what I was referencing. That can happen.
0: So yeah. Well, when you're playing Michael Jackson's shoes, I mean, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> so uh, Jordan Cameron, big disappointment this year. It, it, another, huge disappointment. Another game where he's not really like
1: clearly he's not, he's not, not healthy. healthy. I mean right. that's the bottom line. And he's on a
2: isn't he on a contract year too? Yes. Yeah. That sucks for him.
0: Yeah. yeah, it does. And he he's somebody too that it's a possibility if he tries to leave me. I can see him getting franchised. Um but yeah, Jordan Cameron's got to get together. He he needs to be targeted more. He needs to get open more. He needs to make more plays. He did have another drop again this week as right. well.
1: Well, I, I just don't think he can get the arms up, you know? Like, it was a, one of those contested balls and somebody just batted it away and you just didn't have the strength to hold on to it. Yeah, I, I so think I think he's hurt. I think he's definitely yeah, hurt. So, All right. He's not making those leaping catches with his arms above his head. God, right. I don't think he can raise his arm. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's I agree. He's an athletic football player, and that's what he has to do to be, you know, to find success. He's got to be athletic. He's got to get out there and make plays. Uh, so, Jordan Cameron right now, I definitely advise, if you have better options, to go with those options. I've been fortunate in a lot of leagues where I have Jordan Cameron, which I have a Jordan Cameron in. I'm in like ten leagues. I have Jordan Cameron in like seven out of ten leagues, and I'm just fortunate. In some a lot of them I have Kelsey, who I drafted. I was really big on coming out of Cincinnati, right. so I've been going with Kelsey over him, and uh, you know just other options, unless I'm like forced to start Cameron because he's just somebody right now you cannot trust. Uh, his his dynasty value is actually probably gone down, while you see other values going up. Kelsey's going up. You know, Donald comes out of nowhere, so his value is skyrocketed. Uh, So, yeah, it kind of stinks for Jordan Cameron owners right now. But, again, you got, you know, he's hurt. He's hurt.
1: Yeah, you just got to live with it right now and try to get another option in there. And, uh,
0: yep. Yeah, all right. Well, moving on to the Eagles and the Rams. Uh, You know, Eagles, Rams, Eagles are still the LaShawn McCoy conundrum. Is he hurt? What is going on? I know the offensive line is in shambles mm-hmm. over there in Philly, and has a lot to do to do with it as well. But again, another big running back here that has been a huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. But I think it's like
2: <clears throat> for dyna like for dynasty purposes, I, I wouldn't be. I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but like it's not as tragic as it is on a redraft league. I mean, LaShawn McCoy yeah, it's is not tragic. Come, in that mistake, come to but I, I, I think he's going to come back. It's just a matter of time. I yeah, think. I'm a believer. Now, whether or not it helps your team, you, he might have already helped set you back into a hole that you can't get out of. But for Dynasty, I think he'll be back. I, you know, he still ended up with 81 yards rushing, and uh, he's going to get the he's going to get the carries and the touches. It's just a matter of time. I feel like.
1: I agree. Right. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm, right. I'm not down on him long-term at all. Right. No, there's something no. obviously affecting him this year. So um,
0: So here's a question. He's kind
1: of got to have to deal with it.
0: Is LaShawn McCoy still the number one overall dynasty running back?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> tough Gosh, question. That's tough. Yeah, that is tough, man. I don't know. Where, where do you get?
0: Because I mean, obviously, right now you would argue, you know, obviously the Cowboys are trying to lock up DeMarco Murray to a four-year contract. Le'Veon Bell has looked re- like a whole other running back out there in Pittsburgh. So those, those are the two that you could, that you would argue that could possibly move to the number one slot, right? Two guys making a major jump in the dynasty yeah, world.
2: Yeah, that's like a huge. That's a huge jump. So it's like, are you going on the what have you done for me lately? Yes. So, you know, I don't but know. But now still... that youth as
0: well. Right. No, I get it, but you know I would I personally would still take LaShawn McCoy number one over. Yeah, there.
1: I think I think I think I, I'm there too. Yeah, I, I probably we'll, we'll will, talk again so, in six but, more
0: weeks right. or so at I'm
1: still there, you know, yeah. I'm still with McCoy at
0: the top. I mean at like, the end of the year we'll do our, you know, top ten and see where everybody sits at the end of the way year. Way bigger disappointment for redrafters though. You and know. and as, let's stay on the topic of disappointment. Zach Stacey, still a disappointment. He has not really, again, that, but I guess he's something that came into the year with questions as well. People question Zach Stacy. like, oh, you know, I don't really. But in the beginning of the year, I was like, no, Zach Stacy's going to be fine. He's the bell cow. Again, another running back that you count on this year that you haven't been able to count on. St. Louis is terrible, and they have no quarterback, which doesn't help. I mean, Austin Davis isn't the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it is. he had a great game. And it's just, I as a Stacy owner, I mean, you have to be, I am frustrated. a Stacey
2: owner, and I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm th- frustrated, and he's he got nicked up. So you know, I don't know—is he playing this week or not? I don't know. It's Tuesday, so I don't know as well. Right? I know he's nicked, and they said I don't think he's going to be practicing for a couple of days. And yeah, it was a uh, it was a calf strain or something. Yeah, something along those lines. I, I don't know exactly. I just remember, you know, sounds filtering like filtering through a million things on Twitter. It's hard to r- remember exactly everything, but. From what I sounded like, he may not practice, but they were saying like, "Oh, he's probably going to play." That's what but I was going like, to say. Yeah. For me, I'm taking him out of my lineup this week.
0: I don't blame you. You know, yeah. so. I wouldn't be able to start him. in all, Almost all years, how I feel about Stacy. Uh, Somebody would be able to start that. I feel that I felt comfortable going into the year was Brian Quick. Um, again, his you nailed that one. His mm-hmm. stats are going up. We'll forget it, about it, it,
2: all the ones you missed, but you nailed that Brian Quick. I one did there. nail the Brian Quick yeah. pick.
0: Uh, his his value is just. From the beginning of the year to now has gone up as well, and I think it's gonna to continue to rise. I think he's shown that he has a potential to be a number one receiver in yeah. offense. And just imagine if they did have a better quarterback or any other weapons around him as well. I mean, remember, they have no running game right now, and they have nobody else they have nobody else out there.
1: Right. It's
0: just it's just Brian Quick. That's it. And yeah. does that does that attribute to why his numbers are so good? Or does it or is it just because yes, he's taking that next step? Again, I said in the beginning of the year, so I'm a firm believer, yes, he was ready sure. to take that next step. Right. And I think he's taking the next step. I
1: don't think you you get to these kind of numbers just being the only option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I mean I Bradley think if you're Cooper the did it. No, I think if you're the only option, then I think they will start game planning and and you'll get weaned out, you know, like they'll double team you and then there'll be no one else to throw the, you know. There'll be nowhere to throw the ball.
0: We've been saying that. Yeah. I mean, we have said this multiple times. I think Brian Quick's a great still buy low. I think people are st- – even though his stats are putting him in the top 20 of receivers and all that, people are still sleeping on Brian Quick. Right. People still aren't starting Brian Quick for some reason because yeah. they're just like, oh, Brian Quick sucks. Uh, or not even that, but like, yeah, the, the Rams, you know, Austin right. Davis. But he's still – week in, week out, he's putting up the numbers. Uh, again, Brian Quick's a nice buy low. And it's kind of – what I've realized lately, too, it's kind of like been hard lately for me to buy anybody low because as soon as I put an offer on somebody that I like, like a Brian Quick or somebody come up, people are like, oh, why do you want him? Oh. Huh. Maybe I got, I got to dig a little deeper into this right. Brian Quick situation. Yeah. Those are responses I've
2: been getting. I mean, for dynasty purposes, though, Quick is the guy you want on that receiving court. Yes, absolutely. He's still messing around with all those other guys, man. And Austin, get Macklin's out still
0: looking good. I mean, they're going to try and re-sign him. It'd be really good for him if he re-signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. That'd be really good for Macklin. Uh, two good, solid, young receivers yeah, Mack- on these teams uh, that you want.
2: I like Macklin. I Well, you know. I don't. I don't want to say I like. I like him because I'd be fickle if I said that because I wasn't really super high on him. But I think he's had a great season coming back from all being nicked up and injured and all that stuff. Like top ten a great, fans sure. Right.
0: I mean, you got to say yeah, it's been not good, excellent, right, and that great value. If, he, if he's somebody you got into, like a, obviously if you trade for Macklin, you probably got him for cheap. Um, oh, What absolutely. a great buy. Yeah. You know, for a guy that was hurt for two years, what a great or if buy. Or he was a throw in on a trade or yeah, something like that. Yeah. To kind of that. sweeten it by name. Because right. I know I offered Macklin some trades. People are like, I don't want Macklin. The guy's hurt all the time. I'm like, right. all right. Well, I was like, well he's good. I mean, did you ever see him come in Missouri? You know, he's good. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's what I feel about that game. Let's move on to the Falcons and the Giants. And now we're finally going to see our, a guy that we liked a lot coming here, Andre Williams. You know, Rashad Jennings sprains his MCL. So it's looking like Andre Williams going to get two games here. To showcase him. Here was Here's what's really surprising. Andre Williams had two catches in that game.
1: I, I couldn't believe it, on two targets, no less. He, hey, caught, bo- he caught both the targets. <laughs> he got those NFL gloves. Like, dude. Yeah, he must have stick them on there or something, right. man.
0: I was doing I was up late last night. I flew in from Nashville yesterday, and I was just exhausted right in my week, week, fantasy week roundup, which you can see on uh, dynastynerds.com. And I was writing about Andre Williams, and I wanted to write. Stonehands Williams <laughs> about, about this, is about his value. And I was like, man, he caught two balls. I can't, I'm not, not going to write that about him. But again, Andre Williams is somebody that we were big on going into this draft. This is somebody that we liked coming out of college. You know, again, we felt like he was underrated and in going into the NFL draft that he went a little bit too late. And he looked good yeah. in his opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's going to be the man here in New York right. for two weeks. And I, we're really going to see what we have in him.
2: Yeah. I think he's going to be a real deal. I, I think agree. he's one
1: of those guys you just you if you have him you throw him in your lineup man right absolutely so, I mean unless you have like two sweet running backs I think, yeah I think you're good to go yeah, for the next to- couple weeks I
2: agree because I think the Giants are back on track mm-hmm. Eli is looking good Giants on on a whole are looking good
0: yeah yeah looking really good and uh, their receiving core is all of a sudden looking up uh, yeah no Beckham comes in here again Odell is Backham. your own Dell Beckham Owner, obviously, you probably didn't start him this week, but, you know, Matt just acquired Odell Beckham, too. It's got to be great to see when your rookie gets out in their first game, he plays, he catches a touchdown. Yeah, man. right. And I, looking
1: good doing it. Looked nice, high-pointing the ball right there in the end zone. I,
0: I was almost, like,
2: getting to the point where I was thinking, like, man, you know, you know, how when we do these rookie drafts, you know, you know, you know very well that they all sound good, 1 through 12, like, while you're drafting them, and even, like, the first week or two. But there's always going to be bust. You always, know? yeah. So, I, as, as the time has gone on up until like a week ago, I'm like, dude, Odell Beckham, it just has that, like, just the way it's going. He could be that bust. Yeah, we've talked about that too. Right. And eh, pie in my face. And let's,
0: I mean, out of, so far, out of the, the majority of the first rounds, there's none yet. And obviously, it's way too early. We're talking about week five. Right. But at least so far, there's like no major, well,
2: there's some disappointment. Devontae
0: Freeman.
1: Devontae Freeman put up, like, 12 points or 13 points this week. Like, I would say... He's like has been disappointed. Dis- I would
2: say the dis- <laughs> there's some, some disappointments. The, Ebron's been a disappointment, I would say.
1: See,
0: I don't call it Ebron disappointment because tight ends just take 3 Yeah, well, I guess, Well, I mean, they do. True. They Sankey, do. We already went into Sankey has right. been a disappointment. Yeah, uh, but... Uh,
2: I mean, I guess maybe this discussion's for another time, another place. Or absolutely. Whatever, yeah, we'll get into podcast, it. We'll, but,
0: we'll do it at the end of the year, our rookie year and rookie review. That's going to be a really fun but episode. I just, but
2: I just... H- had thought that Beckham could be that guy that's like was a boss. And now I you're like, oh maybe no, not.
1: Maybe not. Can I can I defend Devante Devonte Freeman real quick? oh uh, maybe you shut your face over there. Day. Who do you think has more <laughs> who do you think has more yards, Devontae Freeman or Carlos Hyde, who you're a super high on.
0: Uh I would I would guess Devontae Freeman is because on this is not the situation that he is in, yeah.
1: He's buried behind like three running backs. He still has more yards than Carlos Hyde who's well, here's, second on the depth chart. I mean. Okay.
0: Let's talk about this. Antone Smith. Yeah,
1: it looks amazing. Looks
0: amazing, right? Yeah, it sure does. What are they got I mean, I guess that doesn't really offset. I mean, I guess they they really, really. You mean like Anton they Smith,
1: have. the one one carry for two yards. I know he had a huge catch and that's what he does like every week. Every week. Right. But I don't think that guy's it, a feature guy. Well the coaching no, staff said
0: the coaching type. staff came out and said we need to give him more carries. Well Which is more of a tribute to Steven Jackson, uh who's been Middle of the road. Who but. had
1: thirteen carries for thirty-seven yards, and Devontae Freeman had four carries Seems for legit. thirty-eight
2: yards. Well, all I know is if Devontae Freeman doesn't do well, in I'm blaming you because I drafted him in my <laughs> in my uh, <laughs> new dynasty all league right. based
1: on your
0: influence. All so, right, that's
1: fine. I'll, yeah. I'll take the heat. I'm yeah. sure other people drafted right. <laughs> him too <laughs> on, on my influence.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no bigger, uh, you know, con- you know, lover of Devontae Freeman coming right. this year as the first-round pick than you. Ah, uh, you really went all out. Did all I mention that him.
1: he had five catches for forty-four yards this right. past week as well? Stay Sweet good. baby I, I, Jesus! I know.
0: I'm just saying he's a very no, you versatile. You and
2: true to him. So yeah. like that, you
0: know. Again, I like Devontae Freeman coming out too. I mean, it's not like I'm like down on him. It's just I, ex- I. He's something that I expected an impact bigger than what I'm seeing this year. But again, again, you're talking O lines are in shambles. I mean, is there a bigger O line in shambles in Atlanta Falcons? I mean. They lost their center, their right tackle, two right tackles they lost. I mean, when your tight end plays right tackle at one point throughout the year, you know you have o line troubles. yeah
2: maybe maybe it's better off that they just you know pound Steven Jackson to the ground oh, yeah. and then address that o line <laughs> next year and let him play then let him get beat up right. and yeah. How about uh, real quick before Ruben Randall too, ten targets, you know he seems like he's getting the majority of the looks lately and another touchdown. I think it might be. You know, safe to say, you could probably, like, if you do run three receivers, you could probably put them, you know, you could start yeah. them safe. To- He's
0: something I've been down on, and I'm, and honestly, I'm still not around. I guess there's always those players that you don't like. And I didn't like him last year, like his route run ability, everything, but there's always those players you just don't like. Even when they start doing good, you still can't really, you just don't like him. He's just somebody I just don't like. I mean, I, I've been forced to
1: start in the past two weeks and it's worked
0: out pretty yeah, well he's for
2: down, me. Well, like he's getting better each and every week yeah. and the targets are going up each week. He seems to be Eli's uh main uh you know, main focus recently. So
0: he I has looked good. Yes, right. I admit that. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean I
2: don't I don't love him. I'm just giving the you know, stating facts.
1: That's what, I mean I, that's why I stated it the way I did. I mean, like right, I've been for I've been forced to put him in. I don't it's not like somebody I wanna start, but Eric Decker's been injured. And then Larry Fitzgerald is Larry Fitzgerald. And those are the two guys I had ahead of him on the depth chart. So I've been kind of like forced into having Randall start. And it, I mean, it's,
0: I don't think as a rabbit, bad. as a Randall owner, yes, you should be starting. him. Mean, I guess in my eyes, that's how I kind of look at it as a, a, a good wide receiver three. That's, that's how I is. just wouldn't want to be a Randall owner. Again, I don't, I mean, as Beckham gets better, it's going to be Randall who kind of takes the back seat there. Uh, unless, I guess unless Cruz doesn't, you know, Cruz again oh, with another oh, not great sit. week.
2: I hey, Randall's still young, dude. I don't, I don't
0: think that at all. all right, well, we'll see. Again, all he's right. just somebody. I'm like, I'm like the worst person like to talk Rupert Randall with because he's just one of those guys that I'm not really big on at all, all right. and I, I don't see. All right, then we'll stop. Move, yeah, moving on. Then. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. jerkies. Uh, so the Tampa Bay Bucks and the and the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Not a whole lot to really talk about there, besides Doug Martin still being terrible. Yeah. You know, Doug Martin hasn't had. A hundred yard Russian, a hundred yards Russian since last year.
2: Oh uh, yeah, September maybe of last 19th? year. Nineteenth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Only reason I know is because I read your article.
0: No, yeah, that's what huh. you want to do. It's
2: yeah, crazy. Your article is very informative because I am a Doug Martin owner, and it's very disappointing. Yes, he's had uh, a really. But is it, yeah yeah. There's not. I mean, there's there's very uh, minimal uh, good things I can say about Doug Martin right now. It's disappointing. So. Uh, but what what you can say good is Vincent Jackson had a hell of a game.
1: Oh man, yeah. I 12 mean, twelve eight, eight, targets, yeah, eight, recept- eight
2: receptions, hundred forty four yards. Yeah, good game.
1: Yeah, definitely a great game.
2: We oh. got some uh, technical difficulties going on over here. Sorry,
0: sorry. My my wife was out of town from Boston. I don't know what's going on over here. Uh,
2: um. Yeah, yep. getting a random FaceTime in the middle of a podcast is really throwing Well, up. you know,
0: you, you throw your phone on mute, and then all of a sudden the FaceTime, is, it, it's a completely different uh, thing going on here, so it's... Uh, Apple problems. <laughs> my, my wife's out of town, and I have to hang up on her and she her the phone. <laughs> She's like, hello, and you're just like, hey, click. See, <laughs> yeah. see
2: you, honey. Not really a good lead host. <laughs> uh,
0: no, not at all, guys. Nah. I was completely thrown off, but I apologize. But uh, yeah, Vincent Jackson had a great game. I, won't, I, don't, I, I know where you guys were on next. I obviously was going to play another uh, part of the world there. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'll just jump in. Yeah, Vincent Jackson did have a solid game. Look good. Vincent Jackson, again, he's somebody that has a really high ceiling, but also has a, those low misses. And I don't know how we I, – I just – when we got off the Doug Martin aspect, is Doug Martin a flash in the pan?
1: It's really starting to look like that, it's man. It's
0: starting to look like that, yeah. I'm
1: going to go ahead and say Yes. Yes. I'm, re- I'm ready.
2: I'm thinking. I mean, I won't fish. I'm gonna say like I'm leaning heavily towards that.
1: To uh, he's a guess. flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah. Possible. It's well, somebody, like the injury screwed him. That's what I mean. It's right. it can happen in in a variety of ways.
0: And I and I wrote that, and somebody tweeted me back like, well, you know, his uh, O line is. I'm like, no, I'm like, it's not. It's relevant. I was like, if you if you just look at the stats, Doug mm. Martin has just been ter- not bad, terrible. Yeah, right. I mean, absolutely terrible. He's not somebody. And he's not even. What's the bad part is you can't even sell high on him right now. You know, I mean that's how bad he is. I mean nobody else wants Doug Martin. Uh, no one wants Doug Martin. Trust yeah, me. and that was I and that was, that was September. That was September fifteenth, and it really st- you know in October is when he tore his labrum last year, and he had but the week before that he had one hundred forty four yards rushing, which was great and all fine and dandy, but since then, I mean on the year for this year he had uh, he has four he had forty five yards against the Saints, and you know he can catch the ball well. But again, he's just somebody that I don't, when I watch him run, it's just like a different player. How long until,
1: how long after Chris Sims gets back, do you think he's going to take over that lead role? Charles Sims? Yeah. When I say Chris, yeah, yeah, Charles Sims.
0: I don't know about takeover, but again, and again, it's just something we've hit on all year long. You know, the indication of the coaching staff coming in, what they saw saying, hey, this is going to be a committee. This is what we believe in. And then, you know, Charles Sims gets hurt, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Doug Martin's Doug Martin's man. our guy. Doug Martin's our guy. Yeah. So it's, again, he, it, it's just somebody that I would sell high on as soon as I could.
1: Yeah. I think once he gets back, Doug Martin's numbers are just going to go in the crap or even worse than they already are. Uh, oh, I, I agree.
0: I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and for me, I'm excited to see Charles Sims. Yeah, I, me he's, too. He, again, he's somebody that I really like coming out of college. Uh, so I'm glad we're back on focus here <laughs> after my wife conundrum. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those wives, man, they're always trouble. Yep. Always trouble. Once you put a ring on it, yep, yeah, trouble. Moving on to the Texans-Cowboys game. Again, Dez had, looks great. Dez is Dez. DeMarco Murray, we just talked about, could be possible number one overall dynasty running back going forward. Possibly trying to sign him to a uh, four-year extension. Right. Are you guys concerned with his amount of carries? He's on pace to try, you know, tie Larry Johnson for the all-time carry in a single season. And for a rat running back that's not been known for durability-wise, and they, say they, keep, they keep saying they're going to cut him back on his carries, but we don't see it yet. Are you, I know you're a DeMarco Murray owner, Matt. Are you worried about his carries so far?
1: I'm not worried about his carries. I'm worried about his fumbles. He's fumbled four times out of five games, and it's really starting to piss me off seeing that every single week right but um i i honestly don't i don't i'm not worried about the, the carries i think they are probably going to scale him back slightly um he'll probably be i mean last it's week working though so that's waiting, what i mean so that's what i mean really like how do you on. not i yeah, mean how, how do not? you do it well, because they have other running backs they can sprinkle in uh randall they can give him more than two carries that's all Dunbar. yeah i mean this i mean that can happen randall's still he, I mean, he's a talented backup uh running back so i think you can sprinkle him in maybe get him like five to six carries. And, you know, just take a couple off Murray. I think that's probably what they're going to do.
0: I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Yeah, they, they've totally flipped, like, total
2: all-pass or, you know, majority-pass to running a, a ton. Well,
0: they're well, using a running game to win. Game. I mean, that's open everything else up, even I, for Dez.
1: I mean, a few years back, I think Jerry started stocking up on offensive linemen in the first round. I think he had this plan. I just I don't think he had the horses, you right. know, to do it. So now he's finally got a beefy offensive line back to you know, but like back in the day. So you like did. his GM
2: skills? I was
1: gonna say, I mean, pro- well, I, think, I, say I think props he, to him. I mean, yeah, I think I think props to him, but I think he relinquished some power, right? Which which is also, I mean, that's good for him. Like he's he realizes he was screwing it up and, and gave away some power. I mean,
0: he he caught some flight. You know, taking Zach Martin this year right. and taking the center last year. It's working out. People are getting yeah, and look what. It, you know, people, and that's what you know. Pe- people are quick to judge in those first round when you take guards and centers. Yeah, no one wants to see. You know, that. even like the Browns when they took Alex Mack, people are like, "Oh, center. but you, you need those guys right. to do exactly what the Cowboys are doing." Exactly. They're just not
2: cool. They're they're not like cool when you're like they get excited about. Right. That's uh, why, well, fans. You know what well, I mean? well, yeah. People it's want am- skill positions. It's
0: amazing what a really good run game can do for an offense. I mean, it's a game changer for an offense. Not only does it make your quarterback significantly better. uh, but it just makes everything better. You know, it works. It runs down the clock. It takes keeps, pressure off
1: your defense. It yes. takes pressure off your quarterback and it just I mean, makes everything work a little bit better.
0: Minnesota made the playoffs right, with Adrian Peterson alone, which was crazy. Yep. So yeah, Murray looks great, man. I, I He's somebody that you can't buy in dynasty. If you can, you're going to be overpaying, uh, Again, if he's the number one back, I mean, he's somebody that you'd have to overpay for. And right, you don't does. ever want to pay for overpay for running backs. Definitely not somebody like DeMarco Murray, which isn't a, when I say that, it's not like talking bad about DeMarco Murray. But somebody has been in the league for a little while already. You know, he's at his peak now. He's going to be at his peak next year. He's, he's still got some time, but you don't want to pay for, for what you did to give up. You'd be giving up way too much window, much for that two to three year window. Hashtag right. two to three year window. Uh,
2: but if you have him, just ride it out. Oh, yeah, that's what love I love it, man.
0: Anything in uh, Houston you want to write out? Anything like, I mean, Aaron Foster still looks good. Aaron Foster looked amazing.
1: Um, you know, he's still going to be one of those guys you got to monitor week to week. It seems like his hamstrings are flaring up on a weekly basis. Um, when he
2: plays, it's awesome. Exactly. It's awesome for your And Knuckle looks awesome, too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, he's hey, definitely the guy.
0: Let's get into uh, our twi- Twitter questions for the week. How do you guys feel about that? Sounds like great. It. So let's get here. In the first one here, let me see here. I'm sorry, let me bring it up. Um, so every week, you know, we'll answer some Twitter questions. So if you have questions, you get us up on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. First one comes in. All right, let's hit these up. I from uh, SAF4SAFFF. Been offered Devontae Freeman in a 2016 first for my 2015 first. Wait, what? Devontae Freeman in 2016 first for a 15 first. What side?
2: I mean, I would probably just want to keep Freeman in Hurst. Yeah. first. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Because he's a recent first-round pick, so it's like two for one. Unless they
0: got him in the second round. Right,
2: okay, I'm just going by our... I, I would imagine Devonta
0: Freeman in most dynasty leagues went in the second round, high second round. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm mad, keeping mad Freeman mad in my sixteen first. first. Even though fifteen's going to be a strong running back here. I guess it would depend on the first, really.
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: that's, that's a really tough That's That's tough not to
2: know, like, outside of... uh, There's, like, no parameters set up. Yeah, Yeah. like, is it the beginning of the draft? Is it? Because you could do better than Freeman if you were, at like, in the top, like, two or three picks. Yeah, absolutely. So it
0: depends on how high the first was is the answer. Um, Next one from Yancey Eaton, at Yancey Eaton. Definitely want to hear about Andre Williams, which we already covered, so that hopefully answers your uh, question there, Yancey. And the Broncos running back situation. Uh, We haven't got to the Broncos game yet, but, you know, Monty Ball, again not you know, the growing strain, but again, this might be a really, if they draft a running back next year, he's done. Uh, he's he's looked disappointing. He doesn't look like the same kind of fit that, you know,
1: like no Sean Marino's not an overly talented guy, but he fit the system really well. It, I'm not sure if Monty ball is either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd be
0: really wrong on.
1: Yeah. He might not have been very talented and he might not fit, fit their system very well.
0: Yeah. It's just, I mean, disappointment's the only word I can use. It's just, yeah. he's not, he just i guess you're right, the system doesn't really fit him well for what he's been trying to do. He doesn't he doesn't get upfield, doesn't hit the hole as well. He's not, he's, he's not, it just, he's not it one of those
1: like little guys that can just grab a ball and run upfield to like catch a pass out of the backfield or something like that. He's just I don't know.
0: And none
2: of the other guys really hold any dynasty value. If you're in re, if you're in redraft, you know, you'll probably want to run and get Ronnie Hillman. But if you don't get him, CJ Anderson could be the sneak there you could get later on the waiver wire you know what I mean, after yeah. your first round of claims and maybe your second one or something. No one will really think to go that deep, but they could just could
0: go that way. It's, it's going to be really so, hard to see. What, but again, for Dynasty, Yeah. None of them, yeah. None I mean, Hillman, I think Hillman is what he is. He's just a middle-of-the-road kind of guy. And that offense is going to help him, man. Looks, everybody look better, right? which is going to help. But I, if I had to pick one of the two, if, if I was a GM, I would think that C.J. Anderson would get the first crack at it, but it actually is going to be Hillman that's going to get the first crack at it. And it's he he he's not I see him better in a passing game. He does not really somebody I'd put and hit the holes.
1: We'll see. We'll see how that ends up being, you know.
0: I don't know. Hillman
1: Hillman seems like something's missing. I don't think he could be an every down type of back. So they might they might bring in Anderson to go do like the first down and second down type of pounding.
0: All right. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I guess both backs are kind of a fill in kind of role, but That's nobody you want to go out and give up
2: anything like, for like and if I got him I wouldn't be sticking him in my lineup. Like, no desperate uh, plays. Super, super right.
0: desperate. Desperate yeah. plays. At least unless unless and no use one's this really on, pan out
2: and no one's really on by this week. You know, there's only a couple of teams on by. KC.
0: You might be down on right,
2: mean, I guess. I would just think you might would hopefully have better options.
0: But Okay. Next question from at Frank P eighty five. Will Demarius Thomas finally be a go to number one wide receiver in fantasy and is value going forward with trading? Demaris Thomas isn't somebody we want to trade for. We've been saying this for a while that just because he had a couple bad games, right it d- doesn't mean anything. He obviously showed this week that he, he is a monster this right. week. Right. Yeah. I mean,
2: like the same thing with uh like oh, even if you erase this past game the where he just totally blew up, I would have said the same thing I said about him as I said about LaShawn McCoy. I mean, like for Dynasty, I'm not super worried. Eventually he's gonna turn it around and it's all gonna even out and yep. And that's what's happening here, and I wouldn't, uh, I I wouldn't jump ship. I wouldn't trade them or any of that. As
1: stuff. far as far as the guy was asking, his value in trades. No, I mean,
0: right, so, right where he was in the beginning of the year, top five fantasy wide receiver. Right, right. great you, value. Like you, you don't trade those. No, guys. you. Build no, I was around gonna say them. you don't. You don't trade them. Yeah, you that's, build
2: around those guys. Yeah,
0: so that answers it, Frank. I mean, hopefully, keep Demarius, No matter if you're. If you need to blow your whole team up, he's not somebody to you blow your team up. He is the rock of your team. You keep right. him yeah, for a long time. Yeah, you won't get fair value. Yeah, for in five years, you'll be thanking us when your team is rebuilt with Damaris Thomas at the core. Um, next question. Here's one, actually, with DeMarco Murray that, that we asked about. Trade DeMarco Murray for Andre Ellington, Sammy Watkins, Cam Newton, and Delaney Walker.
2: Jeez, man! Holy cow! Yeah, no kidding. That sounds pretty good, though. Um, I mean, you're, (laughs) (laughs) jeez,
1: Andre Ellington, Sammy, Sammy Watkins, Cam Newton, Cam Newton, and Delaney Walker. I mean, Delaney Walker is a throw-in for me, right? Because
2: he's having a career year, right? Like Delaney Walker. If I was like, like writing the trade down on paper, I would just x him off. He's the throw-in because he's got good numbers right now. Take
0: him if somebody's offering him. Well, right. But my answer to this is. Hell, yes, I would take yeah, that. I would
2: do that for sure.
0: Ellington and DeMarco Murray. I mean, Ellington had a 30-point game this week as well. Right. So is DeMarco Murray better? Yes. But you're getting something that we all know that I love, Sammy Watkins, but you're getting a number one overall rookie pick. So it's like you're getting Ellington, the 1-1 that would have been this year, and you're getting a top five quarterback in Cam Newton. I mean, right. I'm
1: guessing the one team doesn't have a lot of players. The, per- the people that had like the person that has DeMarco Murray in this instance, yes. doesn't have a lot of players. And if I needed a bunch of players, that I would do that. Turn your team around, right? I would right definitely away. do that. I
2: mean, especially like this year. Well, I mean, Cam's a little struggling, but like you know, that would help you out a lot. Yeah, give me
0: the Andre that. Allens side by right. a by a good yeah. good mile. Again, yeah, right. these right. running backs, as good as they are, you know, again, go back to Doug Martin. You know, two years ago, that you'd be saying the same thing about Doug Martin. There's no guarantee in one bad injury for a running back, and you saw what it to Doug did to Doug Martin and many running backs. They're too hard to trust. They had that two to three year window. Make the trade. You're getting a young good receiver, you're getting a young quality running back, and you're getting a stud quarterback as well. Make that trade. Do it. Um, and that was from Dylan do Saylor. Do it. Uh, here's one from Barry at Barry 21. Drop Toby Gerhart for yes. Brandon yes. Oliver. Oh, uh, yes. I was just <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure do it. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, yes do it. Toby do it. should not be owned. He's, he's on his way out. Um, should I trade Tate for Crabtree in a Dynasty League? Which Tate? Golden Tate, I'm assuming. That's all I can assume. This is from at crazy four says, So I just trade Tate. All it says is Tate for Crabtree. Uh, I would trade, I wouldn't trade Ben Tate or I wouldn't trade Ben Tate or Golden Tate for Crabtree personally. I mean, his foot's acting up again. Same foot. He hurt before uh, makes me a little bit nervous.
1: I agree with you. I, I, I mean, that's I everyone's I close. Know. I mean, it's close with, I wouldn't Golden trade Tate.
2: I wouldn't trade Ben Tate. I
1: wouldn't trade but Ben Tate for sure. Golden, Golden Tate Tate's I could guess I could go either
2: close, way. I could go either way, I guess. I'm not I don't I'm not strong enough opinion on that. I'll go with your guys'
0: Okay. Next one from Bravo seven eighty eight. Bravo. Should I drop Gavin Escobar for Tim Wright? Yeah. Why Escobar Escobar's done nothing whatsoever to show he has any I mean, anyway. Wright at least got was involved in offense last week, so yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I think
1: I think he's got a higher upside uh, just due to the offense. Um, but yeah, but I, don't, I don't like either of them. Right, right. that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're n- like kind but of if both. I had to pick
0: one, I'm taking right. Right. Yeah, right, you're right, 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 right. 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 Okay. right, left, right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, Escobar is just one of those names.
2: Well, he was one of those guys that could have been. He's a someday. fancy pants name. Right. There's a bunch of them, and he was, like, towards the bottom of, like, maybe he could have done something.
0: Well, I'll remember as Gavin Escobar. But he will never do anything. No. No. Uh next one from at third down theory. What do you think of the long term prospects of Juwan Thomas?
1: Uh I don't.
0: <laughs> I had no thoughts <laughs> on Juwan Thomas. Yeah. I mean that's, uh... uh Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think he has any long term really value. He'll be shuffling
1: around the bottom of probably several rosters before he's on his way out of the NFL.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So those are uh, our Twitter questions. Thanks right. for those. Always feel free to hit us up at Dynasty Nerds or hit us up on the forum, too. We, you know, we always get back on DynastyNerds.com. Hit up our forum. We get enter our awesome contest as well. Uh, let's get back to some of these games real quick and get into this. Uh, let's try and get a little quicker through these games here with the Lions and the Bills. Calvin Johnson, please, if he's, if he's hurt, just sit him. His decoyness hurts our fantasy teams because if Al- Calvin Johnson starts on your, for the Lions, he's going to start on my fantasy team no matter what. Yeah, right, it's, it's and, one, and one
2: in one target, in one reception yeah. sucks for everybody. I have him in,
0: like, four redraft leagues, and it's really pissed me off. Right. I mean, it's killing... I mean, because, you know, my, he's my number one overall pick, and it's just killing me, because I have to start him. And that right.
2: benefits Golden Tate. But, you know, I at dynasty purposes, I don't really think um, anything really comes out on the Detroit side, except for maybe, like, hey, Reggie Bush is...
0: Old. You know, right. Yeah, he has no... I mean, he's, <clears throat> like... He's somebody... He's a win now, third running back option. Right. That you don't give up much for. Maybe have
2: him, yeah, maybe try to pan him off to somebody that's up top, maybe, if you can do it. I don't know if anyone would even. Yeah, my
0: first reaction to Reggie Bush is whoever the Reggie Bush owner is is going to be asking way too much than what I would give up for him. Right. I think the most I'd give up to him if I was a competitor is a second.
1: That's that, that might be high. I wouldn't give up. I was segment. thinking a third.
0: Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's the thing. As Reggie Bush. Now, if I was a Reggie Bush owner, which I'm not in any leagues, i be like, I don't want a third for Reggie yeah, Bush. I'd rather exactly. just hold on to Reggie Bush. I'd be like, well, you're right. not going anywhere. I'm like, well, I'm going down with the ship at least.
2: Yeah, right. So, and then Sammy be, Watkins had a great game. Twelve targets, eighty-seven yards, seven receptions.
1: And that's with Kyle Orton, man. With Kyle Orton, yeah. it's just
2: like, man, imagine if he was like playing on a real team. Yeah. he's somebody. Or if he was playing on the Browns again, if ah. he's,
0: if you could buy him low somehow, some way, I mean, Sammy Watkins is definitely gonna be. I'm still a firm believer in this. Is gonna be a fantastic player in the NFL, right?
2: I mean, there's fantastic, no, right? No reason not to think that.
0: Uh, we mentioned Monty Ball with the groin strain. We already hit that. We don't need to go back into that. He's he should be on the bench for the rest of the season. Uh, and so let's go to this Chiefs 49ers game. You talk about Crabtree and his foot, you know, it, it, it's the same foot that he hurt before.
1: I don't, I honestly don't think I caught that. Um, so what happened? He, he injured his foot during the game?
0: No, it's not really been. injured, but you, like he was limping at one point and he's shown like some pro, like it, it looks like there's some problems going on with Crabtree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll and take your word
1: on it. I must've missed that part of it.
0: So it's just, I don't know, man. It, it's, he's somebody that will they resign in San Francisco? Is I he somebody that's going to be better off if he gets out of San Francisco, possibly, anyways? Is Jim Harbaugh going to stay? There's a lot of questions, I guess, is what right. you're trying I mean, to get What if Harbaugh
2: goes and, you know, they bring in somebody different? Yeah, it's just and the too, rumor is,
0: yeah, it's one, one of them saying one of them's going.
1: Which, right. all, I mean, which all affects his dynasty value. Right, you know? and like, right now it's too
2: volatile or fluid or whatever you want to say. You never know what to expect,
1: basically. Right. I mean, it's like a
2: box of
0: chocolate. I, we say I was saying that every episode. Oh, gosh. Travis Kelsey, let's get on that real quick too. I mean, again, they're not. They're, for some reason, Andy Reid's not really using Kelsey that much. He's in like thirty percent of the snaps for some reason, where I feel like he should be in on every snap because the guy's a beast.
1: I know, I completely agree, man. Um, I mean, he, he obviously he salvaged, uh, you know, his fantasy value this week by scoring a touchdown. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So if you did go out on a limb and start him, you I know, did. yeah, over Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a good move, right?
0: Yeah, if you get a touchdown, that's all you can ask for. Man. Right. Right. Yeah, anybody scores a touchdown, at least is getting you you know seven points at minimum here in a PPR league. Uh, Jamal Charles, still Jamal Charles. Yep, their receiving quarter is still in complete disarray. Bose, nobody that you love. He's a really like to me. He's a low end wide receiver three. I agree. Yeah, I who
1: agree. who has you know every once in a while he'll blow up and and, and you know win you a game, but
0: yeah, not much though. Right now, here's the game we got to really talk about. So let's get let's move on this real quick. Jets. I don't want to talk about anybody on the Jets. I don't want anybody on the Jets at all. I have Eric Decker, who might have the highest skill in all the players, but the rest I don't want. Brendan Oliver. He is somebody that we talked about mm-hmm. before the season started. This was an undrafted free agent that we, we said, hey, this is the guy you want to own over all you Marion Grice owners. So we brought this to your attention before week one saying, hey, if you own Marion Grice, you might want to possibly move on and pick up this guy, Brandon Oliver. Right. And wow, mm-hmm. Brendan Oliver had one hell of a game.
1: I agree, man. 114 yeah, yards, a touchdown, and then another four catches, 68 yards, and another touchdown And What receiving? does that
2: say about, I mean, God, it's only one game, right? So I'm not going to go too crazy. But what does that say about, like, Ryan Matthews and Donald Brown and all those other guys that are getting those pedestrian 54 yards, you know, every time they when they – you know, just I'm just arbitrarily right. picking 54 right. yards, yeah. but they are always
1: these crappy games. Well, it's not like the mean? Jets are like a soft defense either. No, they're
0: the number one run. run right. They were they're the number one run defense in NFL. They did this for too. So yeah, it's not like he just came in here and like oh it's whatever. He this is the number one run defense that had not allowed a rushing touchdown all year in NFL. They comes in and he does this. He looked great. So oh, I think I think there's food, some he merit had to eight it. Yeah, 68 rec-
2: yards receiving, yes, a touchdown. Yeah, right. he had like
0: 30 yard fantasy points. Donald Brown goes out with the concussion, so Brandon Oliver is the number one back this week, going back in here. So if he's somebody picked you picked up and you listen to us and you, you're able to stash him, kudos to you because he's somebody you're gonna be able to start this week again. He's somebody if he's in your redraft leagues on a waiver wire, you need to pick up and you need to start him this week.
2: Well, here here's a good situation that I, maybe some people are up against. I bet in redraft leagues, switch gears real quick on your waiver wire. I bet maybe it's possible Andre Williams and and Oliver are on the waiver wires, if you're, say, you're number two or number one, who do you, or say say you're number one, who do you put as your first
0: client? I got tons of those questions on my, oh, you really? know, for okay. at Dynasty Rich, yeah. I, get, I take a lot of redraft questions yeah. uh, for my ESPN work, and to me, it's Brandon Oliver. And me too, yeah.
1: just because of the receiving. Okay. I mean, in PPR, I mean, he's going to add, he adds that extra element. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. And I, I told one person, like, standard league, your best bet might be for, like, touchdowns is Andre Williams. But to me, I'm saying the number one, you got to go Brendan Oliver. I believe so. Just from yeah. what I saw. I mean, he has an opportunity here. I mean, Antonio Gates came out and called him a stronger Darren Sproles.
2: Yeah, and I think a, he were the same number, right? Yeah, we actually same mentioned number. we oh. mentioned
1: that last week. Yep. sorry. And we,
0: said, and, we said, and we said last week that Brendan Brent Oliver should be picked up and he might be a nice sneaky play. Absolutely. because we Obviously, we didn't know the C in the NFL. Obviously, we saw the preseason and he looked better than Grice, which got Grice cut. And this is somebody that the signs look obviously it's just one game we can't jump to conclusions for one game but he has an opportunity this week to cement himself as a fantasy football contributor going for forward absolutely so if you listen to us you've been listening to football the podcast for a while uh i hope you're out be able to go out there and get him. Yeah, uh, how about
2: jeremy curley what a no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Bengals, patriots marvin jones re re uh, aggravated his foot uh so, he didn't come back this week. Tom Brady came out with a passion and lit up the league. It was good to see Gronkowski go over 100 yards. Doesn't
2: doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, you know, everyone was like, God, people are so quick to judgment. Like, okay, I get, like, Fantasy purposes, Tom Brady's lost a lot of value. But it, for real life purposes, it does not surprise me that Tom Brady went down and shoved it down and everybody's were, and throat. And again,
0: you weren't here last week because we talked about this. We said, yeah, fan- Tom Brady is not worth owning fantasy wise. You should not be starting him. Austin Davis has more fantasy points than Tom Brady. Right. But then we actually, we mentioned that though, but like because somebody at the reporter asked a question like, oh, is you to no, Tom you, as an NFL team, you stick with Tom Brady. Right. That's fantasy right. football wise. You don't you, you don't start Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady is uh, one of the best quarterbacks of all time.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Right. And you know, I mean, Gronk snaps are going up. Gronk snaps go up, better for Tom Brady. Uh his receiving core is still not the greatest, but again, I mean, look at it. Ridley had a decent game. Right. Vereen had an okay game. Yeah,
1: I would say so. Nine for
0: ninety. So all this helps Tom Brady. And again, Gronk is going to make Against anybody a look good better. team too. Against a really good team, really? Uh, In the Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals side. Jeremy Hill, I, I it was weird to see him not getting many rushes. He actually had a strong game in a passing game. He had like 60 yards receiving, I believe, with like three catches for 60 yards.
1: Six, 68.
0: Yep. Yeah, right around there, uh, which I was like, oh, look at him receiving. Because, again, I was in Nashville, so this is like the one weekend I wasn't able to sit down and watch all the games. I'm, I'm still trying to watch NFL Rewind and watch what I can and catch up on as much as I can. And that's one game I actually fell asleep to in Nashville uh, and was able to watch. And I was surprised I didn't see more. Jeremy Hill on the ground, uh, but everything everything else there is on par for what we thought it was on the year. So let's go to yesterday's game. Let's end. It up, let's let's get. This, let's close this podcast with a bang here. The Seattle Seahawks Dang. and the the Washington Redskins. Russell Wilson has showed me that he is awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Believable, man. He's he's one of the top rushers. Like we have our contest on, you know, DynastyNerds.com. you get in a forum. All you have to do is just pick two players to go over 100 yards. That's all you have to do. Nobody won this week. Nobody, nobody won. Huh? Nobody won the week before. I mean, somebody won the week before that. Three people did. But the week before that, nobody won either. Right. That one person got it right. And and if you we, we were looking at the stats today, not a lot of people won. Like was like Twelve total people that went over like receiving and rushing that went over hundred yards period.
1: Russell Wilson was one of them.
0: Russell Wilson was one of them.
1: Yeah, one hundred twenty-two yards rushing.
0: Matt Forte was one of them receiving wise. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Russell Wilson. So as a dynasty value, I mean, where do you put? I mean, where do you put Russell Wilson?
1: Um, near the top, obviously. I mean, probably top five or six. Right.
2: Yeah, it's hard to say. Like uh, without like, looking at a list and, you know, like, randomly high. just,
1: yes, he's high. high, Five or six. Like he's, he's 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 doesn't range, have, like, he
0: Percy Harvin, and that's yeah. it.
1: Yeah, he's got added value, though, because he runs, obviously. I mean, that's, that's huge.
0: He's really smart with the football. Yeah, he is. He makes great decisions. He is everything I'd want in a quarterback. I mean, I'd hate to see what this guy would do if he was, like, four inches taller. Right. Because he is such a smart football player. He knows when to run. He knows knows when to stay in the pocket, who to throw the ball to. And when he does run, he doesn't run carelessly. No. He runs very smart. Right. I like Russell Wilson a lot. I love Russell Wilson. He's good. He's very good. I'm a big fan. Uh, Percy Harvin, poor Percy. Poor Percy owners. Poor Percy. Three touchdowns called back.
2: Yeah, that's got to suck. Especially if you had Percy Harvin and you had a chance to win. I like Percy Harvin. Yeah. And you. And I win against somebody, Josh. That was, <laughs> they had a chance. He had Percy Harvin. <laughs> oh, he was man. only down like fifteen points. I talked to him today. I, I was
0: like, "Can you believe that crap with Percy oh, Harvin?
2: That's just gotta suck."
0: Oh my lord, man! That's, that, that's bad. That's almost mean, it's almost as bad as like when you get your guy score like does something, and then all of a sudden they have the stat change on Wednesday, uh, and then you lose uh, the game by a point because of a stat terrible. change. Terrible. Uh, Redskins wise, Alfred Morris looked bad. But again, I mean, I was I'm not kind hold, of expect. Yeah, I mean, they were behind. So the throw. He doesn't catch the ball well. Seattle's defense is awesome. Uh, they again rece- another bad game on uh, Pierre Garçon. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I needed like two points to win my game, and I had Pierre Garçon going, and I was crossing my fingers. And I went to bed not knowing whether or not I was going to win. Wow. I, yeah, and I ended up getting two catches right. for 23 yards, like just squeak wow. by.
0: Just I mean I mean, I literally time. needed
1: two points, man, to win, and, and he got me four. You know, well,
0: you're, like, you're going from like with overall reception leaders to a top, one of the top fantasy receivers last year. Now he's just, I mean, wide receiver, low end wide receiver three. Yeah. Hanging by a thread. Every, there. every
1: time I put him in the lineup, like I'm just crossing my fingers, but what, what are you going to do? Like, it, it, this is the same league that I got to start Ruben Randall. So it's right. like, I have to play him every week.
0: Yeah, And Man. that's the thing with dynasty. You get with dynasty leagues, you get put in a position where sometimes you don't have options. It's not like a redraft league where you have just, oh, depth and waiver wire ads. It's like, Nope. You have what you have. I right. mean, you see, right,
2: go- and people aren't going to just be open up to make random yeah. trades. Like it's not just here. Like, let me help you out race. this week. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's funny that you know when you do play the dynasty leagues and you see you know you get stuck with the starting guys. Like I guess I could start Travis Benjamin this week. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I and mean, he's right. going to catch at least a ball. Right. That sometimes that's what your options are. Like who will catch a ball? You know, like I'm going to I'm in a dynasty league our, our world championship. It's a, like we have two tight ends. You know, mm-hmm. and it was Charles Clay. And we have Eric Ebron, and there's nobody. So look at skirt, searching a waiver where it's like I'm literally looking. There's nobody on there. It's like, all right, who will catch a ball? That's where I was at. I was like, because in Ebron, we missed Ebron on because uh, I was out of town. We were able to update it, so Ebron had already played by the time I caught it. And then for some reason, the roster didn't update. It's like all right, so you're looking at it and you're like literally it's like all right, just, who will give me one point? It's like, right, just right, who will at least contributes? Don't so, give me the
1: goose egg, damn it.
0: <laughs> so I mean, there it is. Those are the games uh cool biggest riser i would say this week is brandon oliver right uh looked phenomenal andre this week. williams andre Second. williams big riser uh faller doug martin still falling down Come there. On. uh i mean if we get into i know i said am uh, my uh guys that i was kind of down on i think you know tory smith still not getting back together over there no cj spiller was like benched during the game which was odd uh, yeah. Toby Gerhardt, obviously, we are extremely yeah. down on. Right. Two guys I don't like. Donald Brown, down on. Right. He got, Ball. he got hurt. Yeah, concussion, but you know, down on. Uh, Geno Smith, down on. We'll never get... be down
2: on Donald Brown.
0: <laughs> 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 and uh, another thing is, oh, we didn't hit those games, did we?
1: No, we didn't hit those games. We can do them real quick Baltimore Ravens, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, what, what sorry. Trent Richardson uh looked like crap again. Um, Justin Forsett ran for another touchdown. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And Owen Daniels is uh, you know, filling in respectively for uh
2: yeah and uh Dennis Pitta. Right, yeah, he's uh doing pretty well. Like, you know, and is the fill in like um someone you could probably play at this point, like just due to the mass of tight end injuries. And, right, and right. on uh indie side. T.Y. Hilton and Reggie Wayne both with 12 targets each. Big time, man. Yeah, and you know, Reggie Wayne always overlooked that age. People are, you know, don't give him the respect he deserves. He still puts up uh, decent stats.
1: Tori Smith on on the Baltimore side flip back there struggled again. 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 Yeah, three catches, 38 yards. I mean, at this point,
0: swing and a miss for me. You got to
1: be sitting him. Right.
0: Yeah, and again, that's somebody I let everybody kind of talk me into. Definitely, uh, our editor dan at and dan pillar uh when he wrote that ar- you know article with gary cuback and tory smith and i was like all right you know finally i'll give tory smith a chance and i just, just stuck with my guns on that one and flip over this jacksonville side poor jacksonville is 0 and 5 uh rumors are that gus bradley was talking up storm johnson a little bit and like they said we like to of his minimal carries
1: we're going to the steelers jacksonville yeah okay
0: storm johnson might get his carries increased this week. We might see a little bit of Storm Johnson.
1: Yeah, that's that's the, probably the biggest news coming out of that game right. on, on the Jacksonville side. I mean,
0: he was on my stock up column today. That Storm Johnson's name definitely. So again, redraft leagues. If you are super desperate, you, saw, you might be. You, you, or if uh, you're on a, a whim. good,
2: if you're or you're a good team and you're at the bottom of the waiver wire, and Andre Williams and Brandon Oliver get scooped up. We're and driven. you're like, because this week, I know looking at my waiver wires, like, yeah, there's not too many guys to kind of go and get. Storm Johnson might be a guy to go get, possibly. Yeah, I yeah.
0: agree. I mean, he's somebody, Don't going. not be going.
2: Cutting some, like, sweet guys to go <laughs> get them by any means. But if you, you know, if you're holding on oh, yeah. to someone's I stiff,
0: see questions like that, too. People are like, oh, Brandon Oliver, should I drop uh, Ben Tate for Brandon <laughs> Oliver? No. no, no. No, dude,
1: if you got, like, two kickers, you know, drop them Get right, Storm exactly. Johnson.
0: Yeah. yeah, don't carry two kickers. if you. I'm just saying, you know. No, I agree. I, I agree. I'm just trying to yeah, make sense of defenses. it. If it
2: works, it works. Cool. If not, like, hey. It's, you know how uh, times
0: I have to tell people, like, for the redraft leagues, like, not to carry two defenses? And then and then I explain to them why, and they're like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, yeah, yeah, it does make sense, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, that's why you're the pro, Rich. Yeah,
0: you know. Professional. Yeah. Professional. I make four ninety nine an hour. <laughs> and I only work three hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's our fantasy football weekend review, Dynasty Fantasy Football week in Review, where we hit up Dynasty. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter with your questions. Make sure to get on dynastynerds.com. Make sure uh to get on our forum. We're always there to help as well. And make sure you get into that contest. All you have to do is pick two players to go over hundred yards. And you if you they do, and you come in first, you win a dynasty nerds t-shirt. Bam. Bam. Wardrobe Enhancer, Mike. Let me see it. Oh, Mike's wearing it right now. Wow, (laughs) he just got better looking over there. Uh, And you also win cash. You win Draftster cash. And if you if you use Draftster, if you win that cash, you use it for Draftster. At Dynasty Time, he writes his optimal lineup article every week, and he has won me money on Draftster. That
1: dude dude will make you some money, man.
0: I entered his lineup in four things this week. Out of one, like out of one, it was like out of five hundred, I came in eighteenth. The other one I came in second. Another one I came in like twelfth. I won like thirty-five bucks on drafters this week just playing his lineup. All one was a free roll. I won a dollar on. And I won the rest of the money in other leagues. And I so I'm up thirty-five dollars this week on his uh on his lineup chart. So he will win you. so far he is doing really well at nice. Dynasty Time on his Drafters. So if you don't win, get on draftster.com and just read Tommy's article every Thursday and see who's out in my lineup. So far, he's done really well in there. But get on Dinosaurians.com, enter the contest, and we'll give you $20, $10, or $5, free cash. Uh, and the only other thing, other thing I can ask is get on iTunes and give us a rating and give us a review because it helps us. That's all. That's, it just simply helps us. Gets us out there to more fancy fans. And we'd like to see the podcast grow. Water that flower. <laughs> Water that grass. Water that grass, <laughs> man. Pod grass. Water that, that pod grass, baby. So, yeah. Right. Besides that, hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich.
1: I'm at Dynasty Matt. At Dynasty Nerd. Mike. And we
0: will talk to you soon, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Right. Thank you. Ready, set, putt Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight, And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.